I'm Braylee, and you're listening to Blooming Beyond Borders, where you can get your weekly dose of personal growth inspiration. Hello, and welcome back to Blooming Beyond Borders. This week, I have a cold, so please excuse my raspy voice, um, but I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful and excited that I was able to to speak to my dear friend. Her name is Turia Warman and she's she's the epitome of of a strong woman who is doing the work. She lives in Edinburgh and she's an Ayurvedic nutrition and lifestyle therapist, a massage therapist, a meditation teacher, and a chef. And she's just an overall badass woman and she's dedicated her life and love to using her skills to help and heal others and herself along the way. And I'm lucky enough to call her one of my dearest, dearest friends. And so what you're about to hear is our conversation. And it was done over over the internet. So I wanted to put a preface out there. <laughs> was So this is my, my first time interviewing over, you know, not in person, and the, the sound quality is, is not good. And I'm just, I'm admitting that. And, and I, you know, I thought about not putting it out there, but this is part of, this is part of the podcast. You know, this is, this is me trying, trying to accept the, the fact that this is a new thing for me and it's something that I'm trying. And I'm really proud of myself for trying. And, um, you know, I, I was putting myself down for a while trying to edit this, that the, the audio of it, but it's as good as it's going to get, folks. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's just part of life, I guess. So we live and we learn. And for the next, next online interview, I will use a different, you know, a different form and, and I'll just keep learning. And um, I think the most important thing is for me to keep putting out these episodes weekly. And yeah, it's, it's really important to me. So I hope that um, the conversation, because it was just one of the most amazing conversations, and I think that we talked up about so many, so many things that, that can resonate with a lot of people. So I hope that that's the, <laughs> that's the, the focus point and not the shitty sound quality. So without further ado, here is the conversation with my friend Turia Warman. Okay. You ready? Ready. Okay. Hi, Turia. Hi, Braylee. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so I know I already kind of explained how awesome Turia is, but um, I think it would be interesting for us to talk a little bit about how we, how we met each other and kind of like how we became friends and where and, and all that stuff. So, um, and feel free to, to add anything you want, but <laughs> basically Turia and I met in Scotland at a place called Newbold House. And she was my boss in the kitchen. So kind of like how we met each other first was she was, we were in a professional <laughs> setting. <laughs> and then like, I feel like it was super quickly. We were just like, 
oh my god I love I love the I love this person <laughs> and I yeah I think it was almost instantaneous for me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was just like um for me I had never worked for in an environment where like I had like you were super open to me bringing in ideas and and we could like brainstorm together about what to cook and we listened to music in the kitchen and it was just it was the greatest work environment oh yeah oh it was God. we were a great team i think <laughs> yeah you 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 were very grounded and um earthy and then i'm in the kitchen anyway super organized and methodical and uh, maybe a little bit um too much <laughs> sometimes <laughs> a little bit too much heat too much fire and you kind of brought me down in a really great way so i think we were we were a super good team together yeah i think so too so that's how we met and then once we once i i had to leave newbold and then you left shortly after yeah and we've kept in touch like i think you're probably the person that i've kept most in touch with like after traveling and i just <laughs> i wanted to talk about how we have this this is kind of a new thing isn't it the emotion dump yeah, this this started in in lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, this well. was like the the next level of our friendship. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we we communicate on WhatsApp, and Turia and I are you know I think Turia for me I'll speak for myself is like she's somebody that I I seriously trust completely to talk about anything with, and. And yeah, so, I, I feel the same about you. That's good. That's important. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's there's nothing really. I, I, I would feel uncomfortable talking. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. And so, we kind of created. I think it was it was your idea. It was totally your idea. But we we had realized that we had been sending these voice messages to each other on WhatsApp, and then Turia was like, "Hey." I'm going to create this whole just specifically for dumping our emotions. Yeah. And it was like the best idea. <laughs> it has helped me so it much. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's like that specific moment in my life where I'm like, oh, I just feel like so overwhelmed by this emotion or this thing and I can't work it out. And now I just have this place, this like, very safe place where I can just go and dump it out and then just by doing that then through the process of talking it out and just really feeling it and letting it go by the end of that voice message I'm like it's totally transformed it's amazing yeah and I I think one of the things I we were talking about the other day was that it's like um we we don't feel like we have to put any of you know when you talk to some some people and it's not necessarily a bad thing but we have specific armors that we put on or maybe even masks that we put on so that to protect ourselves or i don't know to just keep everything kind of surface level um when we need to and for this for this and specifically just with you in general but this emotion dump WhatsApp group thing that we have, 
I don't have to put on any kind of show. If I, if you want to sob on it, I, you know, I don't judge you for it. If I need to scream, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that's super rare. And I just, I would suggest if anybody listening feels like they, maybe they're holding stuff in, um, I would suggest like, if there's a friend that you feel like you trust completely to create this kind of group because it is it has been super beneficial and i think the one of the the best things about it is like because we know what it is so it's like when i see it like you've left me a 21 minute voice message <laughs> on the emotion dump i'm like yeah. okay Braley's having a thing right now so <laughs> i wait until i'm in a really good space where i can hold that and i can listen to you and give you my attention for those 20 minutes and and then you know it's like it's it's not crossing any of my boundaries and it means then i can be fully present it's like i've got a choice because i know already what it is you know whereas i think sometimes you know with voice notes or whatever you're like oh yeah you know you're just chatting about whatever is going on in your life and what you're doing and then all of a sudden you like you want to talk about your emotions and is that person able to receive it what are they doing can they handle it Whereas if you've got it clearly, like, this is what this is for, then you know that it's a, it's a free space just to, to feel everything you're feeling without the fear of being judged and know that the other person will, like, look after themselves, take responsibility and listen, you know, when, when they've got the capacity to, you know, to, to hear it. I think that's, that for me is why it works so well. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to go into, I have some questions for you. And, and I think, so so Turi and I have, we have so many, (laughs) we have so many common interests and things that we want to talk about. So, um, (laughs) you know, I think that there's definitely a possibility if, if, if it could happen of, of having her on the show again and talking about different subjects. But for right now, I have some questions and I think they're really, Turiya has a really awesome perspective about, about self-love, self-care, boundaries, certain things that I've always had a hard time with. And I think, um, yeah, listening, listening to her will be really, really helpful. So first question, um, just kind of going back to something we were talking about with the emotion dump, what armor do you tend to put on? to protect yourself when you start feeling uncomfortable? Oof, yeah, so many, so many different yeah. ways I can, I can put on armor. I think, I think that's coming from the acknowledgement that, you know, through my whole life, I, I have put on armor. And I'd say only in the last, I mean, being really honest, I think only in the last six months, year, six months, have I really got to know what, what, what I am like as a person not wearing armor. And that's, I think that's a very, that's a very bold statement, but I think it's true. Um, because I think we, certainly for me, I, I have worn that armor so close. I didn't know it was armor. You know, I thought it was me. Um, so yeah, that was one of the blessings of um, the lockdown for me was was realizing that you know because the armor that I generally tend to put on is um, is to perform uh, to sort of be what the uh, the people that around me or you know a partner or friend whatever they need me to be I'll play that role 
irrespective of if I have, you know, the energy to do it, it doesn't matter. I'll sort of just grit my teeth and do it. If that's kind of, if that's what's required of me and that's what um, will get me kind of the, the love that, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm seeking or craving or needing, you know, because it's to be authentic uh, for me uh, felt utterly foreign. You know, I, I, through childhood, teenage years, twenties, I was, I was um, really just performing and being what I thought other people wanted me to be. So, um, so yeah, the last six months, that, that armor has sort of been melting off me and I've been able to, to find out what my authentic self is. Um, yeah. So does that, is that a, is that helping yeah. <laughs> answer the question? It super, super duper answers the question. I think yeah. I, it's interesting, I think, because like my, just how different everybody's armor is because Mine is kind of the opposite. Like mine is not expressing any kind of, it's like I'm kind of scared of failure that I don't even show that I'm trying to succeed. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. um, and even with, with small things, it's, yeah. it's almost as if I'm, I'm scared to let people know that I am working on something or or trying something new because I'm scared that if I fail like they they will they will um judge me or or think that I'm super weak and yeah so I oh yeah and I think so we've we've been talking about the Enneagram recently and I was wondering if you could just like super briefly just explain for those who don't know what what it is at all what what the Enneagram is yeah I can give it a go I mean I'm I feel like I'm a very novice student of the Enneagram I have a big love of it um and um I think the the beauty of the Enneagram is that it kind of meets you wherever you are so I think over the last few years I've got to know it at different stages in my sort of development and learning and not really engage too much in it, but just sort of like, okay, yeah, I'm a three and you know, that means this and mm -hmm, you know, but, but then when I was ready to dig into it, then, then it was like the whole, the whole understanding sort of, um, yeah, flourished. And then I was able to go to those, the deep layers of kind of what the Enneagram is, but, but in a, in a brief way, it's, it's nine personality types. Um, so each of us fits into um, one of those nine types and that's almost like what we're talking about is the armor. So it's kind of the way our personalities have forged um, to protect ourselves or to um, avoid the pain of, of our childhood or our, I think a really nice way of saying it is, is this, this, the realization that, that the love we're receiving isn't perfect so that there are other ways to be loved. And so that, that pain, kind of from that pain, we kind of, um, we, we pr- try and protect ourselves by moving away from, from that very vulnerable place of, 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 of separation and aloneness and isolation. And that's kind of the birth of our personalities. And what we really want is to be whole, to be loved, to be seen. Um, and it's, and that, that sort of, um, the personalities 
or uh, yeah, shaping shaping how we're how we want to be loved, um, and sort of also at the same time, you know, how we miss being loved because we've so for example as a three my need is is to be to be seen and to be to be worthy to be um to be loved and um my my personality is this this sort of like i said this this performer um the also like wanting and needing success for validation and, and to be to be seen as being good uh, good at something so i can get that recognition and love as i felt it and that comes from you know from childhood of kind of having having love only when i've got when i've when i've um done something right i've been praised but in doing the more the more i sort of follow that path of performing and achieving and trying to get that love from outside of myself then the further I move away from the truth, which is that I'm already lovable and I'm already worthy and I'm already whole and complete just as I am. And so, um, so the, the Enneagram is actually a path, it's a tool to help you to see the personality, to see what it is, to break the, 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 um, the patterns, the behaviors that kind of keep you locked into that separation and that isolation and to open you out into receiving love the way that you want to receive it, the way that you can receive it and getting that from source. So from, from your higher power or from God or whatever, whatever you want to, to call it, but that, that unconditional love that we're all wanting. That's, is that brief? <laughs> that was a perfect explanation. And I think I really like that you said the Enneagram is more like a path. So it's not, yeah. it's not like, here's your personality type and that's it. And like, yeah, that's I mean, where there is a lot of that about, there is, you know, if you look on the internet and you type in the Enneagram, you'll get kind of like, what, you know, what shoes does a three wear? <laughs> it's sort of, it's nice, it's funny, but it's, uh, but it's not really the, the the purpose of the enneagram. The purpose is the um, is this this path of development of 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 inner inner peace of getting that that love that you really want. For me, how I'm asking myself because I've been looking into the enneagram, and I'm stuck between mm -hmm. the the number two, which is the helper, and number nine. Yeah. Which was what was number nine? The nine is the, the the peacemaker. Yeah, the peacemaker. So for me, it's it's super interesting because it's all about what have I been craving? Like, how do I think that love is has been given to me? And when I think about it, and I've struggled with this for a long time, it's like I get validation. I have gotten validation from from connecting with other people, which is an external thing. And so now. Be, when I'm, you know, looking into myself, I'm now understanding that I have to figure out how to get that validation for myself. Mm -hmm. It's been, yeah. which is like the hardest thing I've ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is too. because it's when you think of it this way, it's breaking your personality wide open. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, that's why it's so challenging for us all to do it because it, you have to have that awareness of what your personality is and to see that it, it's flexible, you know? And that's actually a big, big step. It's a big leap to take that you can actually change. Yeah, and I, I, 
that brings me just naturally into the next question, which is about self-awareness. And just to give the listeners a, an idea of, of, of you, and from my perspective, Turia is kind of, she has taught me a lot just by being herself of, of, of uh, self-awareness and kind of self-love and, and going into yourself instead of turning outward. And so um, I wanted to ask, how do you practice self-awareness on a daily basis? Mm. First of all, thanks for saying that because it's oh. really, really nice, nice to hear that, you know, because I think there's, I mean, there is this sort of fear or, or shame maybe in, in that, you know, I dedicate my life to kind of, yeah, to, to spiritual work and to going inwards and to go deeper. And, and there's a tendency there to sort of think that's a selfish thing, you know, that you should be, you should be looking outwards and looking to heal the world. And I firmly believe that we, you know, we start healing by healing ourselves. And so it's nice to just by me doing that, actually it's helped you. So it kind of like, you know, um, debunks that whole, you know, myth or the story that it's, it's a selfish thing when, you know, it's, it's, it's really the most unselfish thing we can do because we're, yeah, we're, um, we're healing ourselves and then the world. It completely has shifted my, my, the way that I think about self-care and everything. And I even, I even talk about that with some other friends. Like if, if other friends are, might be struggling with finding the time or the energy to like take care of themselves. I, I talk about how, well, my friend, like she, she takes, she does specific things to take care of herself. Maybe, maybe you can try this too. And, and so what you're mm-hmm. saying, it's seriously true. I mean, because it's obvious to me that, when you take such, you know, such good care of yourself, it, it's contagious. Other people can mm. feel that energy and feel and be like, oh, wow, that person mm-hmm. is doing that. So why can't I? Mm. I Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> oh, and it also that just reminds me as well. It's like um, when you love yourself in the way that you want to be loved, it also then rules out immediately people who don't love you in that way. Totally. So in a way, it's like you're protecting yourself from, you know, people who might take advantage of you or people who, who are going to be abusive of you or people because you're like, hang on a minute. I know that's not how I treat myself yeah. anymore. So you yeah. can take a step back, <laughs> you know? So, so learning this is, 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 yeah, it's so, so, um, so beneficial. And so can you remind me the question again? (laughs) Yeah, so um, how do you practice self-awareness on a daily basis? It's a hard one because I think, I think especially, you know, for, for the listeners, maybe, so I've been at this for like six years now. So I'm like a a self-awareness, you know, um, (laughs) connoisseur. Connoisseur, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, and I do it every day. So the level to which I'm doing it is probably um, a lot, a lot more than maybe other people need to do it right now. I think so. It's maybe nice to just start from where I, where I began um, this journey, which was uh, yeah about six years ago, um, and 
and and having having um, the the awake, waking up and realizing that I was miserable and that my life was really not going in a good way, and I couldn't explain it and I didn't know why because I I, I had you know I had a nice job and I had you know like relatively kind of like security and but I was just deeply miserable mm-hmm. um, and I I went to therapy because of that awareness. So that was my first bit of self-awareness was realizing I wasn't okay. And then doing something about it. So going to therapy and, um, and the therapist uh, said that I had uh, severe depression and anxiety. And it was because those were those words. I was like, "Oh, I, it's so like it's a thing that I have now." <laughs> like, okay, it's not just in my head. It's not just you know the scrambled eggs of my head. That's just like a complete mess. It's like, okay, now this is this has got a name. It's, it's severe depression, you know. So, um, so from there, I was able to then start to um, through the therapy process, and definitely, I, I couldn't I couldn't have done it on my own. That those early stages, I needed someone to reflect back to me what 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 was going on and 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 he was a, a therapist i had for i think 10 weeks or something and helped me to sort of get clearer on my um on on how to yeah how to how to deal with the the sort of um the depression and, and the anxiety through breathing exercises and through sort of cbt so that was kind of the first layer of um self-awareness then then coming in to doing yoga and meditation that was kind of the next the next layer I was able to um, go a bit deeper. So uh, firstly through yoga, I got into yoga first and that was bringing in more awareness of my body. I think up until that point, I just sort of seen my body as a kind of really something to just abuse. Mm. Um, I hadn't, you know, hadn't paid it that much um, respect or love at all. And through yoga, it was kind of like for the first time realizing that you know i'm i'm this connected body connected to my breath connected to the world connected to sensations and feelings and and um, and i loved it so i dived straight into the yoga and, um, and that led into the meditation and then and that was really where i found i found that the beginnings of this self awareness practice that I, I i guess i'm i'm deep into now so i'm so my 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 awareness practice as it stands today i i suppose um well at the moment it's beginning as soon as i wake up because i'm doing this um this artist way i think i told you that oh, i'm yeah, doing this yeah. um, the artist way which is a 12 a 12 week um program to help you um um uh, uh in your sort of creative endeavors and um and to see the blocks that you have that uh, mean you're you're not fully in your creativity yeah. and so each morning you have to start with three pages you write three pages of just whatever bullshit is in your head <laughs> so and it works oh my god it works so well so, so i and i i wasn't i mean I, I wasn't skeptical about it i kind of knew it was going to work but i mean already i you know that just in i've been doing it for two weeks and just what i've birthed in those two weeks from writing this just um just like the, ch- the chat in my head you know i've changed a few things i've started to you know uh, look after and um, my diet a bit more because i was like complaining about some things and you know i was like well you know you're a nutritionist so <laughs> you know, like, what could you do about that <laughs> um, oh yeah i have the, all the information and the skills to do something about that <laughs> So, but it, but without without that awareness, without bringing my attention to it in the morning pages, maybe it would have, I wouldn't have, have, have 
done that. So that's one practice. I'm, I don't think I'll give up. I'm really enjoying it. And, and then I do my meditation practice. So I usually sit for about 40, 40 minutes, 50 minutes in the morning. And I do a japa, which is repetition of a mantra. Mm-hmm. So then that clears my, so it, well, clears my head in the sense of, of becoming focused and kind of um, giving, giving, um, I mean, it is giving relaxation, it is giving peace, but what I'm using it for is to bring that concentration because the mind is this incredibly powerful, you know, tool that we have. And like I said, you know, at the beginning of this journey, I kind of, I had no, not really much care for my body or my mind. It was just more of a burden, you know, than this, than realizing that it's a huge gift and the mind is this most incredibly powerful instrument. And so doing the meditation every morning and then I do prayers and chanting um, and it, it, it opens me up into, into, into the day where it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I have to do today. This is, um, this is what's required of me. So, um, and I pray for the, you know, the ability to do all those things and to be, you know, um, clear in my thinking, to make good decisions, to not harm anyone. So I'm really bringing in the focus of what I actually want my day to be like. Um, and then moving through the day, maybe something, something will happen like at work or with a client or, you know, and then if that does happen and I notice it in my body. So I always, it's always in the body. I might notice I'm, I'm picking my fingers or I sweat a little bit more or my jaw tightens. So first of all, the awareness is in the body because the body reveals, you know, our, our, our nervous system where we're feeling um, anxious or um, stressed. And so, See, having those as the red flags of kind of like, okay, wait a minute, you're not comfortable, you're not safe, what's going on here? And then, you know, taking that moment to kind of have a conversation with myself, like, what's what's going on here? Get objective again. Okay, so, you know, there's some there's something here happening. What is it? What can I do about it? What, what's not in my control? What's in my control? And then, and this is the sort of the objectivity that's really needed for self-awareness, because then if you're objective, you can see the things that you can change. So, okay, I need to take a moment. I need to get out of this situation and take a breath, or I need to go and leave Braley an emotion dump, or (laughs) I need to go walk, get some fresh air, or I need to, you know, have a bath tonight, whatever it is. Is, is coming from that, that objectivity, that awareness of like, okay, I'm having an emotion or this is really hard or um, I'm really stressed and then doing something about it immediately rather than letting it sort of, you know, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, it builds, it builds. And, and that comes just because we're not, we're not used to it, are we? We're not, we're not used to paying our bodies any attention or our minds any, you know, we just think of them as these kind of churning um, annoying um, thought machines, you know, when actually we have all the, the control there, we have the power to, to really turn it around every day, every moment. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how it's working, working for me. There were three things, three things that like really stood out to me and I want to kind of like em- put an emphasis on them because I feel like the, the body kind of, it does seem to get ignored sometimes. Like when, when we talk about awareness mm. and mindfulness, we kind of, you know, the word mind is in mindfulness. So it's kind of like, 
we mm-hmm. assume almost that it's 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 just the mind and and I definitely used to I, I resonate with how you were saying like you didn't you didn't feel present in your body like you weren't mm-hmm. you weren't you didn't have awareness about your body and I I feel the exact same and I, that was the mm-hmm. other thing is just that what you said about you just you take you take that a little bit of time when you're feeling something you're like oh okay I'm feeling this emotion and and just instead of reacting immediately it's like you just you just have to be patient for a minute and recognize that it's okay that you're feeling this way and now what do I need to do to to continue Mm. so and and not judging as well I think it's really important there because there's that tendency to add in more more shame when we're in those states so for example with the with the the picking of my you know we both have that I'm I'm constantly you know picking my fingers and for years I was like oh you should you know you you been doing meditation for ages why are you still picking your nails (laughs) you know (laughs) and you're just loading in that kind of like that extra shame um of like you should you should be different but this is just how my body expresses anxiety it expresses stress in this particular way and that's okay and it doesn't there's nothing wrong with it it's just then okay this is what's like you said this is what's happening and what can i do about it so the awareness comes first and then comes that free will like i have a choice here i can do something about it and it's i mean what and and it always starts with me how do i feel what do i need how do i feel what do i need that's the that's where you go to where i go to that helps me then sort of get out of that um you know cycle i agree and it's it's really hard and um why it's so hard it's so hard and i think i think that's kind of where i am now is is i'm starting to get into the hang of 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 that pause um so that's what i'm that's what i'm working on right now and i i think that that actually brings me into the into the next question which is like okay so the first step is what's going on and what do I need to do and then after that is the how do we take care of ourselves and like taking that into into an action and like I was saying before you are kind of like these I remember being in Scotland at Newbold and you were doing these awesome self-care things like all the time and, and I was kind of amazed by it and 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 I had never met anybody who took such good care of themselves like throughout being around you all the time it really showed me like okay it's possible to make routines for yourself and make like make positive changes in your life that that better your the happiness level on on like um mm-hmm. yeah so my next question is can you tell us some of those things that you do for yourself so what kinds of yeah. self-care regimens do you practice on a daily basis yeah well in a way i see those 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 awareness things we just talked about they're also they're definitely part of self-care yeah so my doing the morning pages that is me looking after myself mm-hmm. because it's also seeing recognizing there's a part of myself which is underloved, which is my creative side and so I'm giving love and attention to that creative person by doing these morning pages and all the other things that are, um, yeah, going on an artist date. That's the other thing you have to do on this artist way. So I, I have to that. take myself out. Um, so I did it today and I went to the art shop and I went and got some nice uh, pastels to, um, 
you know, to be, to be drawing with and, you know, little things like that. So it's like recognizing there's, there's something there that's like needing love and needing attention and then giving it. So, yeah, so this is like daily basis. So the morning pages, meditation, bit of yoga. Um, I also do a full body massage in the morning, in the winter. So every, every day in the winter I do it. Um, because now we're getting into the into Ayurveda a little bit, but uh, this this now through the winter is 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 Vata season. So so uh, where the qualities of of cold and uh, dry, light, rough, mobile. So people in general will tend to have drier skin, more constipation, and sleep lighter. Usually wake between two and three. Mm. Um, usually will yeah. Um, find themselves more anxious or agitated, more fearful. So this is this can be balanced really well by just doing a, a full body massage with warm sesame oil. And um, so uh, I have a, a vata body, so my my body absolutely loves um, a, a sesame oil massage. So I, I do that, and then I um, uh, then have a hot shower, um, and and then and then it's yeah through the day i guess um the self-care comes in 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 a sort of a constant conversation of am i being authentic with myself mm. and that also that leads back you know back to what we're saying about the enneagram is like you know my my basic need is to be authentic so i know that if i'm not being authentic and i'm kind of putting on a show then i'm not loving myself and so I'm, I'm, I'm constantly checking in with myself, like, okay, and how does this, how does this reflect what, what my, what I authentically need right now? Um, and, uh, and that's also coming in sort of into Ayurveda in a way of the sense that Ayurveda works in opposites. So, so we're, um, so if, for example, like the, the Vata, um, you know, if there's if there's coldness there and rough, dry, then we want to give the opposite quality. So you want to give uh, oily and heavy um, quality. So oil, for example, is the is is what we use. Um, and so it's it's kind of the same with with the with our with our mental states or with um, with how we're holding ourselves. Um, so if um, so, I have a tendency to be very hard on myself. And to be um, and to kind of push through, you know. I mean, you'll know that from working with me in the kitchen. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, I mean, I'll I'll just keep cleaning and 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 sort of not, you know, and until it's until it's done and work more hours just until it's like that sense of completion. Mm. Um, and 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 I don't and then that's when I'm not listening to my body. And so I my my practice is 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 constantly. Um, checking in like well okay so there, there's that desire there to just keep going and to push through but do you actually need to do i actually need to do that today or can i take a break can i like go for a walk can i just lie down in silence and just rest my body so giving the opposite so that that drive that push um can i the opposite of that would be you know um sort of an unstructured relaxing time um so, and, and, and it does get easier. I think when I first started this sort of journey with Ayurveda, like it was so foreign, 
you know, to, you know, I'd, I'd get in from work and I would still have this kind of like, okay, right, still going, you know, like, and I'll start frantically like cleaning up and I'll frantically start cleaning the house because I'm still in that sort of doing mode. And it would take me like an hour or something to kind of wind down. Whereas because I'm now doing it through the day, being more authentic with myself, then I find I don't need quite so long to get into that relaxation. So I can come in, cook some food, whatever, and and then be be relaxed um, almost immediately. So this is a big, big, a big change just from that awareness and um, and self care of kind of yeah more relaxation through the day. Um, I was yeah. I was gonna say. I, I mean. I think that, well, I would love to talk a bunch about Ayurveda and I hopefully maybe we will. Yeah, um, we can tell another one. But just like super briefly, I just wanted to say like, because for me, it's the exact opposite. So yes, like, I was just, it reminded me of like, be, you know, us being in the kitchen together and be, why we balanced each other out so well is because you were on that end of the spectrum and then me, I'm like super chill. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Julia, don't yeah. worry, man. Like it's all good. We <laughs> we have plenty of time. We have, and you know, and that doesn't. Yeah. Mean, I mean, it sounds like I'm just like a lazy worker, but it's really not that. It's more just like no, I know. <laughs> I but it but for me, like how you were saying, it takes you a long time to kind of calm down. It takes yeah. me a while to get up, like to wind yes. up. So. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's interesting when and also how it can relate to the Enneagram. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, I mean just having this conversation it's like making me think about so many ways that that it relates to each other and um yeah. And also because it's about opposites. It's about opposites. So you're seeing that you're seeing that in Ayurveda and then you're also seeing that in the Enneagram too. Yeah. You know, so so we, we have all, you know, you have more kapha and I have more pitta um, and vata. And so, um, so, yeah, naturally the things that we need to do to look after ourselves are actually the opposite. So, which is why we're such good friends as well, because we balance each other out and you kind of, you're yeah. the yin to my yang, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, and this is also very good. Another way to another way to bring this energy in your life is is to hang out with the people who have opposite qualities to you. Mm. You know, they're they're gonna bring you. They're gonna you know hanging out with a, a cafe person for me is like oh thank God I can just relax. Great, we'll just sit here. We'll just sit here and eat some cake. Super nice. <laughs> yeah, and if I hang out with a cafe person, we're not doing shit that day. <laughs> You're never leaving the sofa. Yeah. No, but it's it's great because you you have the more pitta energy, which is the fire, and my husband Flo has the vata energy, yeah, which is air. And so being around, I guess it's just kind of obvious, isn't it? Because all of my friends are not kafa. Like they aren't Kafka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and all of mine are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is almost, yeah, almost. no, this is yeah. yeah, not not all of them. I'm sure I have one or two in there, but just yeah. just I think it's really cool to to be aware that like we kind of naturally naturally are attracted mm-hmm. by people that might challenge us and kind and get us out of yeah. our, our our natural <laughs> our natural state. And I think mm-hmm. that's 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 really cool. I never really thought about that, but I that's that's 
True. And there's also, there's also the, I mean, because this is now speaking about my, my the sort of, the, when I was in an unhealthy state, I was drawn much more, and I still am to a certain extent, mm-hmm. to that kind of, those vata pitta people, you know, yeah. so we'd get each other very yeah. You know, and kind of like it would be this big fiery explosion thing. And I, and now as I'm getting, um, yeah, getting a bit older and sort of more in tune with with what I actually want to need, then for me, uh, you know, it, it can be it can be overwhelming, or you know, it can be too much if I'm, you know, with that energy for for too long. Um, so so yeah, it, not for my for my close relationships, then it's much better being with people who have this more more kapha energy. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it seems like from, from your answer about like, I don't know, the self-awareness and the self-care, they're almost interchangeable almost, doesn't it? It, it, it seems like. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the, I think self-awareness is part of self-care, but the self-awareness is what's informing the self-care without the self-awareness you're shooting in the dark, you know, in terms of what your self-care might be. And also because we have this, um, you know, so if, so if in the past, if you'd said, oh, well, how are you going to relax tonight? I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to eat like, you know, like, you know, really, really unhealthy food. And I'll just conk out and kind of like, you know, um, and not be able to move because <laughs> that I wanted that grounding. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm wanting that to stop, you know, to be still. But, um, but it's not, not through a healthy way. Whereas what I've learned is how to do it in a healthy way that doesn't mean that I'm gonna you know end up with sort of negative you know health problems or um mental you know um uh yeah discomfort or whatever yeah and also like the the self-awareness of like about the food thing so I, I I have been thinking about how I don't know why this is maybe it's like a more female thing but I don't really think so but just like how you know you're having a bad day and then you want to eat, eat some ice cream or some chocolate and watch a movie and it's such this stereotype mm-hmm. of of like what self-care is or like put a mask on eat ice cream grab a glass of wine like these I don't know and, out. And, yeah. yeah and the thing is is that it's it has to be different for each person like mm-hmm. my self-care isn't the same as your self-care because we're different people and we need different things and so like for me I know that I self-care is actually going to be like maybe going for a walk instead of just sitting on the couch or laying in bed Mm -hmm. and for you it might be the opposite like you've been going 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 so you kind of need to be like stop 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 so I just Mm -hmm. wanted to say that that I think that's where the self-awareness is really, really important, where it's like realizing and trying to navigate what that means to you personally and that it doesn't have to be yeah. with your friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. And also to be, to, to see it as, as something you're building in increments, you know? So, so the important thing is, is to listen to your, your own needs as you go through this and doing uh, the comforting thing for you so that that might be still having a glass of wine here and there it might not be giving it up completely this but it might be inviting in um uh, other 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 practices that are that are gonna help to give you the same effect 
but without the wine. So for example, yeah, doing, doing a, a massage um, or um, yeah, like an emotion dump is a great way of doing that. Totally, also, it works. Um, <laughs> works like an emotion dump is as good as a glass of wine <laughs> no it does it gives me this it really seriously I'm not I'm really not just saying that like it really gives me that same feeling of release and kind of like ah oh, like, like a breath of fresh air just like yeah so it's instead of running away from those emotions we're moving a little bit towards them but only up to the point that feels comfortable and safe and that's why yeah it's having that having that safety of doing it um, so this is, this is how we begin to sort of, yeah, change, change our patterns, but in a very gentle way and then inviting in more self-awareness. So it's kind of like, um, managing it, more self-awareness, more self-care, and then, but also not overwhelming ourselves at the same time. Yeah. And this takes, it takes, it could take as long as it, it takes. And I'm still inviting in new practices. I'm still letting go of old ones. I'm still finding, you know, um parts of myself that are you know that are unknown to me on a daily basis i'm still uncovering you know um yeah these parts of my personality that are oh that's new didn't didn't know about that <laughs> you know? well it, i mean i think all of this that we've talked about it's kind of just you taking taking enough steps outside of your comfort zone like you, you know, you don't have to go jump. You don't have to jump from the high dive mm -hmm. immediately. You can just yeah. like dip your toes in, and and you, mm -hmm. you, you, nobody is judging you for this. It's all like you don't need to rush the process of being, <laughs> of of practicing self awareness, self love, growing. Mm -hmm. Like none of it is on. You're not on a timeline, and and it mm -hmm. really just seems like it's about just taking steps. It doesn't matter if it's, it's one step or two step or five steps. You just, it's, and it mm -hmm. feels so good just to take, yeah. you know, just to like, if you're taking a step towards being more aware of yourself or caring for yourself more, or being a kind of person or whatever, whatever you're working on, like, it just feels so freaking good. And absolutely. Yeah, it does. And I think that's also important to, to stress is like, you get the feedback immediately. Totally, yeah. You know, if you're doing the thing that's right for you, that feels good, then it'll feel good in your body. Yeah. And it'll, it, it's like the immediate, okay, ah, oh, this, this is great. Yeah. And then, I mean, there, there obviously might be days where you're like, oh, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> and then that's okay as well. Yeah. Because then the days where you, okay, so you, you have a break from, from doing this and you let yourself off the hook and, you know, and then come back to it when you're like, okay, you know, that resistance is, is gone. But I like that you said step by step, because it did remind me of the name of my business, which is, you know, step by step. That's what it's called. So it's, it's nice that that's, um, yeah, naturally, yeah, what we've ended up talking about, but. Perfect. I didn't actually, I didn't know that that's, so it's Padam Padam. Uh, padam Padam, yeah. Padam, so it's padam. the, so it's uh, coming from this uh, Sanskrit verse, which is um, Padam Padam Para Padam Arhati Iti Pratipatikam, which means step by step. So you take one step mm -hmm. and then by the grace of God, that which is conducive to the next step will be revealed. So you just have to do one step. And then by doing that, then, then you'll see, um, you know, the next thing will open up, but that's not your concern. Your concern is the first step. Yeah. And so it's always the first step that we're concerned with, not the second step.
I love and that's that. How <laughs> and, and also, by the way, um, I'm going to put Taria's um, information on the on the link here. So, padam 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 Ayurveda, and I will I will put a link in there so you can look up all her good good stuff. Um, so I think that kind of leads us to the last the last little bit, which is what I'm starting to do when I have a conversation or interview episode, which is asking about the three E's. Mm. So, yeah. So the first one, um, what does empathy mean to you? Oh, <laughs> so much. It means so much to me. It means an open heart. I think I, when I think about empathy, I think we're we immediately told it's like a feeling, a feeling of, you know, of, 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 for the, for the other person. But I actually think it's, for me, it's more than that. It's, it's not about a feeling. It's about seeing that person as this amazing, beautiful being who's been on their own journey and is the way they are because of the things that have happened in their past, because of the people they've met, the conditions they've, they've lived through. And that's made them into this very specific um, person, a set of, you know, personality and, and so whatever, however they're acting to me or with people around them is a result of that. And so it's kind of being it neutralizes that, you know, there's no, there's no judgment. And I can look at that person and really empathize as, as someone who's been on a journey also, who I accept myself and my personality as it is now growing and learning. And I accept them for exactly where they're at, whatever stage they're at. That's empathy. Beautiful, beautiful. Next one. What are you exploring with your own personal growth right now? Oh, I'm excited about it. I'm exploring um, my creativity. Yeah. Um, so doing this artist way, and and I I felt very stuck in my own creativity for a very long time, um, and very jealous of other people who are creative. And sort of want to hang around creative people, but um, but never never give myself the the space to be creative. Or I, I or when I do, it's sort of it has this you know I have to produce something. You know it has to it has to have a result and be um, be perfect. And obviously that's just not what creativity is about. It's about the journey and the process and. And I'm not, I don't allow myself to be this, this fully creative person because, because it's not perfect. And, um, and so this, this, this exploration that I'm on now is kind of looking at the reasons why that's happening from my childhood and from, you know, th these voices in my head that diminish my creativity and diminish my um, confidence, confidence to be a creative person. So I, I'm loving it. Week two, I'm on. <laughs> and it's just yeah I'm I'm I feel like an explorer going into the unknown in a very very exciting way I think just on that note the the two books right now that I would recommend about creativity and kind of exploring what it means to be creative and live a creative life is the artist's way which is what Turi is doing and mm. also I just finished the book um Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and Turi has oh yeah also. so those are just a side note of two books if you're interested in that. Um, that Definitely. Uh, yeah, that we would recommend. 
Um, okay, and then the last one, which is who or what has empowered you recently? I think of the three E's, this is, um, this was the hardest one for me to think of. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, like quite an empowered person in my own maybe empowerment journey. What's current, what's like, what's empowering me now? And I think, I think it has to come back to that. Uh, my needs. I think, yeah, when I ask for what I need and I get it or I don't get it, I mean, I have no control over that, but it's knowing what it is and asking for it feels like the most empowering thing for me right now. So that I think is, is where I'm at with empowerment. Thank you for the answers. I loved, yeah. I loved talking. We were, Turi and I talk a lot on the phone. And um, so it's interesting to do this in kind of an interview more, more organized format. But I think it was really awesome. And I'm really grateful that you came and talked to me over the internet. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually in the US right now. And Turia is in Edinburgh, Scotland. So that's one thing about technology. I think it's just amazing <laughs> that I can, you yes. know, Harry and I can, can keep in contact, um, even through a pandemic. Yeah. Um, probably more so. Yeah. More so <laughs> because we have more time. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot more time to talk yeah. during lockdown. <laughs> it's been great. We've been really exploring a, a lot. <laughs> we have. Yeah. yeah. And I think both of us have grown. I think Huge amounts in this last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. The silver yeah. lining of a pandemic, if there is any. Yes. <laughs> there definitely there definitely is. Yeah. And it's um and I think it's it's this podcast, in a way, this is the result of you and your creativity and you finding your 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 path, your voice and sharing with the world. And I think that is a result of what you've been through in, in, in through this pandemic. And so I also want to thank you for being your authentic, amazing self and putting, putting yourself out there on this podcast and, and, and sharing your beautiful life with everyone. Mm, thank you. It's, it's, for me, this podcast is really awesome because I get to have conversations like this that like, they're just, it's just really nice to listen to everything you have to say and, and everybody's so different and they have so many different perspectives. And so I'm just, I feel really inspired all the time. And, and especially since this podcast, I just, it's like, I want to learn and just soak in everything. And I'm grateful to have a friend like you in my life that I, that we can, just learn from each other and and keep the conversations yeah. happening and you know every everything is the growth it's it doesn't just stop you know and it's it's a journey and we're on it together and I love it <laughs> yes yeah. me too you make me more beautiful Braley oh oh, oh. we're getting all soppy now <laughs> yeah so I built to, to end the episode um, for the challenge of the week, I was wondering if Turia had, had, had a little mm -hmm. challenge for you. Yeah, I think, um, I think I would like to challenge those people who, um, are feeling inclined to do it. It <laughs> sounds like something that would, would be appealing or enjoyable is, is do the morning pages. Mm -hmm. I think they are, they've, 
yeah, I've been doing it two weeks and honestly, it's completely changed, like changed. I, I don't think I'll give it up. It's really um, powerful practice. So I would, I would maybe challenge you to do it for a week and see, see how it feels. So, so first thing you wake up in the morning, uh, have a notepad and pen next to your bed, and then just write out three pages of whatever crap is in your head. Um, doesn't matter how boring it is, or if it's just complaining about something, or you're shopping for the day, whatever it is, like you just write it down, get it on paper, and then go about your day. And I think, I think it was after a week I noticed like uh, feeling much more creative in terms of what I was writing down and the way I was writing. And um, yeah, so that's my challenge. I love this challenge, and yeah. Feel free to share any kinds of feelings about it or experiences on Instagram at Blooming Beyond Borders. And um, I think this will be where Turi and I say goodbye just for this conversation because I'm sure we'll talk soon. <laughs> of course. Of course. No doubt. Yeah. But just, um, yeah, thank you so, so much for, for talking with me. And I loved, I loved everything in the conversation. So yeah thank you for having me it's been a joy and a pleasure yay okay i love you so much love you too girl <laughs> bye bye hi again so i i hope that you enjoyed the conversation with terry warman i sure did and regardless of the the audio quality mostly on on my voice um I hope that that you could that you could understand it because there were so many beautiful points and I just the way that she lives her life is an inspiration and I I really I really encourage trying some of the things that she was suggesting or just about you know self-awareness and self-care and the the challenge of the week is is a really really good one so I I, I hope that maybe you give some of those things a try um, and I also wanted to throw out there that I, I really would love if, if any of you have any subjects, um, like topics, struggles that you've been dealing with, with your own personal growth that you feel like you need, you, you would like to have a conversation about or hear a conversation about. I just want, I want this, this kind of podcast community to be, to be an open one. So I really, really encourage you to send a message on the on the Blooming Beyond Borders Instagram. Just send me a message, any kind of topic that you would like to hear about or talk about. Um, let me know, and and we'll we'll think about that because, you know, I most of my you know the podcast episodes are are about things that I've struggled with or things that I I know about um, at least a little bit. So there are so many different subjects that people deal with on a, on a regular basis that I have no idea about. So as this podcast is focused on empathy, empowerment, and exploration, I think the openness of that is the really, really important part. So just wanted to, to throw that out there and, and welcome anybody who wants to have a more personal, um, yeah, personal conversation in this, in this topic with, you know, on the podcast. So, um, yeah, I hope that you guys have a beautiful week, that maybe you work on some of these challenges, the self-care routines um, that Turi and I spoke about, 
or just that you take care of yourself in general and maybe do do some challenging things this week. Or maybe the challenging thing is to give yourself some rest and peace because the holiday times are, I, I just, I've never met a person that this time doesn't affect in some, in some way. So, um, and me, I got a cold. <laughs> so anyway, take care of yourself and until next week, let's get moving.